Lately, we've been conducting a lot of interviews for some vacancies that we've had at our school. And one of the questions that we like to ask is, how will you create a positive classroom environment? So today I'm going to give you a peek behind the doors as to what an administrator is looking for and then actually what you can do to create that positive classroom environment. And one of the ways is by creating classroom expectations instead of rules. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. So let's get some things straight first. How are classroom expectations different from rules? Well, rules tend to focus on specific behaviors that we want to prevent. So for example, no cell phones or keep your cell phones away or turned off. No computer games, come to class each day prepared to work. And that one actually probably could be expectation, but we are trying to prevent something from happening, which is what we are doing with expectations as well, but it just has a different connotation to it because you're preventing things from happening rather than looking at specific negative behaviors. You could end up with a laundry list of rules if you're thinking about specific things that are driving you nuts from day to day. So for example, if students leave your classroom dirty with a bunch of papers all over the floor, you could add a new rule that says you must clean up papers every day after school. You could have something that also has something about negative language or swearing, no swearing allowed. And while that is great, are you going to spend all of your time policing that negative behavior? Because quite honestly, you will. Because with a rule or expectation, you do need to have a consequence and you do need to have a way to follow through with that. And you need to make sure that it is fair and that it is happening frequently so that students know that you set these expectations and that you're going to follow through. So with a rule list or your traditional rules, you could spend quite a bit of your time policing the rules instead of reminding students about your expectations or the positive behaviors that you hope to see from them. Before I go on, if you are listening to this in real time, it is the summer. And so this is a great time to reevaluate what rules you currently have in place and change those into expectations. It is also a good time that if you don't have anything put together, you can also make those standard for when school starts. But if this is if you're listening to this during the school year, Feel free to change your expectations at any time. If something is not working, change it. You do not need to wait until the semester or the term. You can just tell your students, hey, I'm going to try something else out. Let's try something. Let's work together. Because quite honestly, if your class is not functioning the way that you want it or that your students want it, you need to make the change and you need to make the change now. Okay, let's look at what expectations are. So they should be few in number. 
you don't want a huge list of expectations. The fewer, the better, because you want to remember them yourself and also your students to remember them. They should be clear. There should be no questions about whether or not students are violating them. And you don't want students to be able to get away with something. So for example, if you had a rule like no throwing pencils, and then one day they were throwing paper airplanes, then you've created a loophole. Your students will always find your loopholes and they will always point them out to you. Avoid abstract words such as respect, polite, honesty, or anything like that because those words can mean something different to every student in your class and something different to you. So try to have something that is very well defined so that students have an idea of what that is. Which leads us into the idea of it being measurable. So are the students going to be able to know that they are meeting that expectation or that they're not meeting that expectation? And can you do some simple reminding and some nudging that will help them know that they've met that or that they're off task? As with rules, these should be enforceable. So you need to be able to have some sort of consequence or something that you are able to do and that you're willing to do to enforce these expectations. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. And then finally, they should be taught and then reviewed and more importantly, previewed frequently. So this idea of previewing your expectations is going to be your secret sauce. The idea behind previewing your expectations is that when you are actually assigning students to do a task, you are reminding them of the expectation that you have set forth. And then also remind them of the possible distractions or things that might have them get off task from that expectation and give them a way to know what they should be doing if they have completed that task so that once again, they can meet your expectation. So here's an example. You will be given 15 minutes to work on your career brochure project. You should be engaged in productive work the entire time. Please leave anything like cell phones or books in your backpacks so that you are not distracted. If you finish before the 15 minutes is up, use that time to review tomorrow's vocabulary. In that example, it was given that the expectation was to be engaged in productive work. I also talked about different ways that they could not be distracted, like having their cell phones or books put away. I also let them know that what they should do if they finish their task early, because quite honestly, a lot of kids get off task because they are done with what you had asked them to do and they're just wasting time waiting for the next task. So if you give them that task ahead of time and let them know what they could be working on, then they are more likely to actually complete that task and then move on to the next task that you've asked them to work on. So to this point in the episode, we have talked about what classroom rules are versus expectations and then how those would look and some guidelines onto how to create those expectations. Now, I also want to go into that a little bit more because what you can do by yourself and then what you can do or need to do with your students. So on your own, I would recommend coming up with some norms that you would like for your expectations. And you're going to brainstorm those and kind of narrow it down. Maybe there are some that you really, really like that you really 
would like to implement into your classroom and set those to the side because what is really powerful is allowing your students to be a part of this process and to come up with the expectations. So here's the little trick. You are the teacher and you can actually control which way the conversation goes. And you can have those ideas already on the back burner and you can steer your students to actually come to those norms. So it's kind of playing both sides because you are going to have your students brainstorm and come up with some norms. And quite honestly, they are probably going to come up with the things that you came up with. And then you kind of are going to get them to arrive at the same place so that you are in agreement. So here's an activity that you can do with your students at the next time you're in class or the first few days of school so that you can get them to get that buy-in for your classroom expectations. You are going to hold a class meeting where you are going to have students pair off and discuss their favorite teacher or favorite class that they've ever had. Ask them questions like, what did they like about it? Why did they like it? How did that classroom feel? Remember, we're looking at classroom environment. So our expectations are going to lead to that positive classroom environment. So we want to see what they come up with. Now, it is a good idea to also have a scribe that could go from group to group. And then that scribe could share out to the rest of the class some things that they heard shared between the different groups. So you'll come up with some ideas and have the students write those down. Alternatively, you are also going to have them talk about their least favorite class or least favorite teacher and why they didn't like that. And sometimes I like to not have them say the names because sometimes students are afraid of sharing names. So you could actually make a norm before you started this activity, even for the positive class, that you don't name names. So you could give them an example and say, well, one teacher that I had did this in their class and I really liked it because it made me feel this way. So you can give them some ideas so that, and some examples so that they don't feel like they're throwing a teacher under the bus, depending on the age level that you're teaching. Some are going to feel a lot more comfortable using teacher names, but it actually, it will kind of help you as a teacher as well to not know those teachers' names if they are at your school. So that's kind of a suggestion. So you are wanting to find out their favorite teachers and why they liked those teachers and those classes, and then their least favorite and why they liked and didn't like those classes. And this can bring up a really, really good conversation about expectations because more likely than not, they didn't have very many expectations in their least favorite classes or they were ill-defined or very rule-like. So they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that, they couldn't do that, and it just felt really restrictive. And so by discussing these with your students and then weaving in the norms and expectations that you would like from them, you can actually come to a consensus and you've got more buy-in from your students to then uphold those expectations. This is also a good activity that you could do later on or even depending on how much time you have that particular day, but coming up with some responses or some actions that should be taken for violations of these expectations. And you can also discuss how violating these expectations have 
impact on the other students in the class. Before we finish up, I wanted to give you a couple sample ideas that would work really well in a CT classroom. So the first one I had mentioned earlier, so engage in productive work. It really does cover a whole bunch of different things. So if students are being squirrely, it is a great way to simply remind students or even question them. Are you engaging in productive work? Remember that we do want to address the student before we address the behavior. So maybe you address that, hey, you look like you're kind of tired today with your head dead on the desk. Is there something that's up with you? And then bring in the idea of engaging productive work. Now, another one that I really, really like that is very, very fitting for CTE teachers would be maintain a safe and clean environment. There are so much that you can teach students when it comes to safety that's just natural in our labs and our shops that this kind of expectation can really help mediate and eliminate students from goofing off or horseplay or any other kind of disrespecting property, personal property and school property. So those are some really good examples. Okay, we're going to go over the key takeaways from this episode. First off, difference between classroom rules and expectations. Then how to set those up and some things to include or not include in those expectations. Then come up with your own norms and ways that you want to have expectations in your class. And then I went over a possible activity on how you can include your students in creating those expectations so that there is more buy-in and it also increases your positive classroom environment. Do you have a favorite classroom expectation or are you wondering about whether something is a classroom expectation or a rule? I would love to connect with you on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. It's at Kristen, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N, Massic, M-A-S-S-I-C. I'd love to hear from you and connect with you and give you feedback and also get feedback of my own. If you learned a lot from this and you would like to share it with other teachers, the best way is to subscribe, but then also share it out. Give me a review so that other teachers can find this episode and find this podcast. Until next week, 